Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following His lead in the great Northwest. Well, this is Dustin Kunkel here with President Paul Linham again, and uh, we just wanted to recap a little bit from the All Workers Conference and talk about what's coming next, right? Yep, that's that's what's on the table for today. And cool. So the All Workers Conference, uh, we bring together uh, workers from all over the Northwest District. Uh, we just mm-hmm. got done with mm-hmm. that. Uh, workers, a month ago. workers of all kinds, deacons, yeah. um, uh, DCEs, yeah. teachers. Pastors, of course, yeah. And if let's remind people maybe who weren't there what it was all about. Sure. What happened there? Well, the, the uh, theme for the event was reforming for a changing culture. Right. And we, we kind of had two targets for that time together. Mm-hmm. The first one was to recognize that we're operating today in a changing culture. And, you know, another way to say that, I think, is that the church in which we many of us were raised mm-hmm. and for which we were trained is not the situation that we find ourselves in today. Yeah, it's a little different, right? Well, it's from it's, 500 years ago when the reformation happened. I think it I think it's more than a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's big time different. Yep. And and I I believe that a perspective that says if we just hang in there and ride this out, yeah. we're going to be fine is not right. an accurate picture we're not just uh when we get into discussions we don't start them by nailing things to church doors absolutely <laughs> like not. luther did 500 years ago for the no, reformation yeah. no and, and honestly the uh the social media aspect because mm-hmm. that's kind of the social media of the 16th century right was the church that door. was it yeah um it <laughs> hashtag on my, on the church door <laughs> that's right hashtag let's talk about this <laughs> we're <It's, laughs> we're just not we're just not in a place where that really carries yeah weight right and i think what what uh we're seeking is more of a a, a connection between people mm-hmm. and having that be the basis for how we deal with issues as right. opposed to the public square yep. or or just putting it out there because people are just bombarded with all kinds of media yep. and all kinds of opinions yes um even the the whole question of what's real news is an issue today yeah, it is because every every it seems like all the news that we encounter has a bias to it or a yeah. particular slant that they're trying to push mm-hmm. and so you know we we find ourselves in a very different time and we brought two people in to help us with this mm-hmm. one of the first person that that had the the floor was uh, my colleague to the south, Bob Newton, who's right. a missiologist, uh-huh. and and we asked Bob to uh, paint the picture for what this changing culture is, exactly, and and the fact that we're in it, and kind mm-hmm. of make a case for that. And Bob did a great job. He he's done this for us on a couple of occasions yeah. in the Northwest District, but over the years he's refined his presentation, right. I think, and brought in um, more particular examples mm-hmm. of things of, of, mm-hmm. of how it's this way or that way and and I, I just I'm, I'm indebted to Bob for right. what the profit he is to the Lutheran Church well I was there are a number of things that he shared at all workers that I thought were, were really helpful I was captured by this the the idea that sometimes it does help to change the metaphor that we see the world with mm-hmm. and he talked about uh, the 
the Babylonian captivity and uh, the people of Israel who were taken into that captivity and how the leaders from all those stories that we read in scripture were all young people. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Esther, they were all young people mm-hmm. who were, um, they weren't at the table, uh, you know, they weren't leading as Israelites. Right. They were people who were invited to the table by the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then God used them in yeah, the way that yeah. he wanted to use them. I just thought that was, that was, that was apt for our time because mm-hmm. our time is like that. We don't have a seat at the table, do we? I don't think so. No. I, I, not in the way that we used to. Right. Not in the, in the way that we shape norms, yeah. um, in, in the way that culture invests time and resources. Right. You know, those kinds of questions, we don't really have a whole lot of input in. Right. And in fact, I think we're seeing more and more that some of those advantages that we were given in the, in the early days yep. are probably not going to be around for much longer. Right. And, you know, tax advantages and things like that, the nonprofit yeah. issues, mm-hmm. those are things that may not be here for a whole lot longer. And it's going to be important for us to plan for that. Well, I love that you picked Gabe Lyons as the, the follow-up speaker for Bob Newton. Right. Because he, Gabe is about the question, does Jesus still want us to participate in our society? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the answer to that is yes, he does. Jesus Absolutely. Wants us at, he wants us participating in society and not just separating ourselves from society. Right, right. And that was what uh, Gabe's responsibility was. I mm-hmm. asked him to give us a picture of what it might look like. Yep for how people like us could be influencers in this changing environment yep. in which we find ourselves. And I, Gabe, along with Dave Kinnerman, wrote the book Good Faith. Mm-hmm. And, and that was really the impetus for the invitation that we gave to him because that, that book does a, it goes a long way, I think, in helping us to discern how we might be able to make that influence. And right. there's, a, there's a simple equation that he put into that book Mm -hmm. that gives us some real handles. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked at it in a long time, but that equation is still in my head. It's um, uh, how we love plus what we believe plus how we live equals good faith. How we love plus what we believe plus how we live equals good faith. Right, right. Yeah. And so unpacking those a little bit, the love piece is how we look at people, how we how we um, esteem them, how we value yeah. them in our in our world. And it's not just the people that are close to us, right. but it's people who are on the edges of our relational boundaries right. too. And seeing them with the eyes of Christ yeah. as people of value, mm-hmm. as, as people that Jesus shows us we're, we're worth dying for. That's right. And, and Not to, just some people. But all of us, even even people yeah. with whom we have sharp disagreement yeah. Yeah. about what their values are and how they choose to live, mm-hmm. um, they are also are people of immense value to God. Right. The second piece, what we believe, I think, is really a key one, mm-hmm. and it's something that we in the Lutheran Church have valued a lot over the years. Yeah, it's knowing and being able to articulate what we believe. Mm-hmm. The challenge that we have in our time is reminding ourselves of what we consider to be the source of right. what we believe. Yeah. And our uh, the the constitution of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod states that very clearly and very specifically mm-hmm. that the word of God the scriptures right. are the sole 
norm and source of doctrine and practice. Right. And, you know, our Lutheran confessions support them, mm-hmm. but we, we, we go to the heart of the matter when we, we see the authority resting right. in the Word of God. Right. The source and norm. Those are both really helpful terms to think about the source of something is where it comes from. And mm-hmm. if you want to find the source of a river, you go all the way back to where it springs from the mountains. It comes yeah. out of the mountains. You go to that spot. If you want to find something that is helps you norm what you do in life, you're looking for something that provides um, structure boundaries, boundaries mm-hmm. for for that river to flow. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's really helpful for me, Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the third piece is how we live. Mm. We can't just sit on this stuff yeah. and know it yep. and treasure it in our heart. Right. Um, that's important, but we also have to put it into play. Yeah. And, the, and the arena mm. that we, we make it happen are, is the relationships that God places yeah. us in and the people around us. Mm-hmm. You know, A while back, um, we, I, I looked at two pieces of scripture that really helped me with this. Acts 1.8, mm-hmm. um, you'll be, Jesus says to the disciples on the Mount of Ascension, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Yeah. And while in, those, in that day when Jesus spoke those words, the boundaries were geographic. They, yeah. If they were going to get to the ends of the earth, it was going to be an arduous trip. Right. We don't have that burden today. Yeah. Um, our technology takes us to the ends of the earth instantaneously yeah. in most cases. As soon as I uh, tweet something or click click uh, send on my Facebook account, <laughs> it's out there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so what are the the boundaries that we have are relational boundaries, mm. things that separate us from other people. Yeah, and we've got people that are really close to us that live in Jerusalem with mm-hmm. us. But then we have concentric circles that move out from there. Yeah. And I believe that one of the things God's calling us to do today is to take people who are on the edge of our boundaries mm-hmm. and, and intentionally seek to move them toward the center. Yeah. To build relationships with them so that there's a, an atmosphere of trust and yeah. uh, closeness mm. and intimacy You know that, that happens when we invest in right. the reli- lives of people that are around us. Yeah. And the second scripture that comes into play is First uh, Peter three fifteen. Mm-hmm. In your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Yeah. Always be prepared to give a reason for the hope that you have um, when people ask, mm-hmm. but do so with gentleness and respect. And you know, as we talk about transitioning, because mm-hmm. um, I think we are a generation in transition. We are. We we, we really need mm-hmm. to see that as a picture. It's not the institution that's moving forward, right? Because the institution is declining. Yeah, um, well, truly across the West, all institutions are in some yeah, form they of are. decline and wrestling with the challenges before us. It's, yeah. it's not just a church institution related. It's it's pretty not much merely, an institution you can think of. Yeah, I, I think the church has kind mm-hmm. of been on a precipitous yeah. fall for a yeah. while, and and that's where we live. Mm-hmm. And and I think what what is important for us to acknowledge is that. God's way of acting and being in the world is undergoing a change. Mm. That doesn't mean that we give up our churches right. and run away from it. Not by any means. Mm. But I think what we, we need to recognize is that the way mm-hmm. that we're going to connect the gospel to the lives of people right. is not going to happen by putting a shingle out there saying we're open for business yeah. on Sunday at yeah. nine thirty. You're welcome to come. 
what we need to do is invest in those relationships yeah. we have with people and then allow the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to to use us and use the power of the word mm-hmm. to draw people to himself. And then we have an opportunity yeah. to hopefully connect them with a worshiping community. Well, I think of a time 500 years ago when uh, there was a massive transformation and um, suddenly in a generation, everybody could read, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and be, when before, there were very few people who read and mm-hmm. those that read were reading in Latin. And so right. suddenly everyone had books in their hands and were reading the scriptures and it transformed everything. Yep. It didn't mean that God had changed. It just meant that how people access the word changed. And we're in a similar situation now, only Absolutely. with a different cultural shift. And we're trying to figure that out as we go. We don't have the all the answers, right. but what we're trying to do is keep our eyes on Jesus yep. and figure out um, what's happening in our culture as it changes. So help us look forward now to convention, which is coming up this, this June for the Northwest District. Right. Well, in, in June, our focus is going to be on how we it, in the district office yeah. can be supportive and helpful to the ministries out there. Right. And uh, our, our primary presenter is going to be uh, Pastor Mike Newman mm-hmm. from the Texas district. He's a mission and ministry facilitator down there. Yep. And he wrote a book called Gospel DNA yeah. a couple of years back. And, and that picture of how missionary DNA is in the lifeblood of the Lutheran Church, Missouri. Center. From the very beginning. From the very yeah. beginning. Yeah. And in some ways, we've lost some of mm-hmm. that. And to regain that is is a, is a target that we have. Right. And the other thing that we're going to be doing at the convention is giving people like you, members of the executive right. staff yeah. of the district, the opportunity to answer two questions for the people we serve. The first question is, what are we doing? Yep. And what kind of activities are we involved in? Mm-hmm. How are we helping to promote the gospel in the Northwest? Yeah. And the second question is how we can be a blessing to you in your ministry. Correct. So those are the two targets that we have. Each exec staff member of the district is going to have the floor for mm-hmm. a, a number of minutes where they'll be able to share their story. And uh, my my target is is that when all is said and done, people will walk away from the convention with resources in hand mm-hmm. and with a picture of uh, how God is calling us right. back to a missional perspective in the Lutheran That's Church right. Missouri Senate. Well, Paul, this is what's really cool about this for people who are listening to this podcast is that you you don't have to be a person who comes to this convention to get connected to some of the things that will be coming out of it. Right. And like you said, there will be some products that and some ways to connect with Absolutely. what's going on here as yep. we as we dig into this question about living in transition in a, in a time that's really a transitional time. Yep. A couple of uh, just want to kind of double click on a couple of things you said for listeners if if you are a reader, both the authors that uh, Paul just talked about are, are great authors to pick up. Mike Newman, uh, Gospel DNA, you can Google that or stick that in your Amazon search and that'll pop up. And Gabe Lyons, um, Good Faith. Um, we're so glad that you uh, spent a little bit of time out of your day listening to us and we're thankful for you wherever you are. And uh, we look forward to continuing to support you and help you as best as we can. Yep. God be with you all. You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go, and make it happen.